Alrighty, dude. It's done. <laughs> Amazing. Another another episode in the bag. That was such a good interview. Yeah, Cosman is just such such um, a smart dude. Such an amazing person my, to my, talk my to. My alarm just went off. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that was one of the best episodes we've ever recorded, to be honest. That yeah. was pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. I mean, it, there are so many hackers that we could have talked to at this event, and uh, we had we had picked just ahead of time, like let's let's talk to Cosman, and then yeah, we ended dude. up winning the belt. So we, we nailed it. Yeah, yeah, he he um he he pulled off the belt, and and it was actually an amazing performance as well. So yeah. I, I don't know that we get to talk too much about it on on the pod episode, but yeah, it, just multi-tenant, um, multi-target live hacking events is just a, a total skill of itself, and Cosman's the best yep. at it. So. Yep, it's such a beast. You have to be so skilled and. And so flexible in your in your skill set to be able to pull pull it off. It's just it's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I guess we don't have too much to say before they get into the episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, if, if you guys would check out um, criticalthinkingpodcast.io, we have the newsletter over there. Drop your email and um, let me see what is. Let me grab Cosman's Twitter really quickly. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I want to say it's inhibitor one eighty one on Twitter. I believe it is. Yeah, ctbb.show yep. for our newsletter and podcast and everything. You can yep. find it all there. Um, yeah, and then uh, Inhibitor181 on Twitter is Cosman, legendary hacker. Okay. Definitely give him a follow. And yeah, enjoy the episode. Yeah. We've talked a lot about like going deep, right? And like yeah. how if you pick any kind of target. Excuse me, Joel. Getting into getting it into with the application. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So like as you get more <laughs> I and more. I realized how into end up going deep with this when you put it with getting. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going deep and getting into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, so. going deep and getting into it, man. Okay, I'll play it out. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Yeah. Let, I just want to I just want to say before we get started on this, we contacted Cosman before the event and we said, "Hey, we're going to we're going to record a, a session. You want to join us?" And he agreed. And then he proceeded to win the MVH yes. for the live hacking event. So, <laughs> congratulations. There you go. Thank you. Very good, man. Congratulations. Yeah. It was the most insane timing because uh we were just we we had planned like days in advance that we were going to take put you on the pod and then uh yeah. We were just like we watched you win, and then we said to each other, "I guess we picked a good guest." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Place the right bets, man. So, so this is this is your this is your second MBH, right? Yeah, second. Hey, amazing two MBH squad. It is now it is now me, you, Franz, and jo- Hash. Joe Hash. Joe Hash. Joe Hash. Joe Hash. Yeah. But as we discussed yesterday, um, Cosman has a little bit of a unique feature for his two MBHs. You have. Um, two MVHs on live hacking events with two targets. Yes. That's tricky, man. Yeah. How, do, how, does, how does that work? Like, I feel like you have to split your time between the two targets because in order to get selected for MVH in a two-target event, you have to find great bugs on both targets, right? Yeah, usually, usually it's like that. Like, doesn't mean that you have to like, look at all the scopes of each program, but mm. you have to pick a part of the scope for each program. You know, yeah, and uh, go deep, try to find something. Yeah, works out. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. So we we won't say who it is or what it is, but there is a thing that you specialize in that you are much better at than everybody else. Yeah. And um, 
at our at the event that we just did here here in London, there were two targets, and somehow you managed to spe- find your specialty on both on both <laughs> targets. <laughs> yeah. impressive. You, you did a show and tell, and in the first show and tell, you were like, "Yeah," so I'm clicking through, and uh, and I noticed this checkbox, and there's like two options, and one just says name of the thing that, you, yeah. <laughs> that you're specializing in and, and some yeah. other thing and I was like of course yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's that's really sick and and I think the advice that you that you gave right there I mean that's definitely applicable um for winning multiple multiple uh target live hacking events you know getting an MBH for that but I think that's really applicable to most live hacking events as well it's like yeah. a lot of the time you you get these large companies that say yeah just like hack us in general right and everyone's like holy crap I gotta like run around and like try all these different pieces of scope, see which one's vulnerable. And then like, but no, really, I think my experience, it's been best to just pick one part of the scope, stick to it. And just, if you pick the wrong thing, like it's fine because at the end of the day, you're going to be less scattered than anyone else trying to run around. Is that kind of what you do? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Just uh, pick something that you like uh, mm-hmm. and uh, just go with it. You can win, you can lose, you have no idea. Like, mm-hmm. It could be like super hardened or a pretty yeah. shallow scope, like apparently large scope, but shallow. So you don't have any idea. But uh, I don't think, uh, like for me personally, it's not a good idea like, to focus uh, on the whole scope. Yeah. Because you don't have time to go deep and you have a big chance of a dupe. Like yeah. for this, oh, yeah. for this uh, event, I had just one dupe. One dupe. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dang, that's pretty sick, man. Yeah, you're really awesome. Yeah. yeah, so it's really interesting because I was thinking like, we've talked a lot about like going deep, right? And like yeah. how if you pick any kind of target... Excuse me, Joel. Getting into getting it with into the application. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So like... As you get more and more, I just realized how into end up going deep, which is when you put it with getting. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going deep and getting into yeah, it. Yeah, so. going deep and getting into it, man. Okay, lovely. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like you can kind of apply that to any any type of work. like if you just like focus in and you learn intimately like how stuff is working, like what are the different pieces, what are the different aspects of this yeah. application, how do they communicate together? You can build out that solid understanding and find the really really deep bugs. But you've managed to do this with a technology that is so widely used that yeah. it's like, it's almost program and target agnostic, right? So you, so you can just be like, this target uses technology. Yeah. I know technology. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so. Right. It's almost like learning like SQL injection. It's almost like a generic kind of knowledge at this point yeah. because it's so widely, widely used, used and you're so familiar with it. Like I would reckon you're probably more oh, yeah. knowledgeable than employees. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they've tried. I mean, well, okay, we, we won't we won't go down that path, but I'd imagine you've gotten some some job, you know, <laughs> offers from X X company that we're that we're talking about. But um, yeah, no, and, and I think, I, but going back to live hacking event strategy, I think when you do pick a specific like part of the application, it's really easy to think like, oh man, like I've picked the wrong part of the application. I mean, I, I had that same mentality yeah, during this yeah, event. Like, oh, 100%. shoot. Like, I definitely, especially when you see the report counts go up for other people <laughs> and you're, and you've maybe just got like a couple of highs or something like that. Yeah. It's really hard to, to think about that. So how do you deal with the, with the mental piece of it? And do you struggle at all with like, oh man, um, you know, imposter syndrome and I'm not finding the bones in the right part of the application? Yeah, yeah. So for sure, this, uh, this, this happens, this happens. Yeah. Um, but uh I, I usually persist. Yeah. Like I, just push through it? Yeah, just push through it, try to go through it. Uh, and uh, it usually actually pays off. Absolutely. Uh, I totally yeah, agree. Because um, there's like 
sometimes the it's really hard to set up the all the tools the, the, the oh, programs yeah. oh my gosh and it's a pain and after you do it it's like a, a new venue is open for you to find like yeah. various yeah. stuff and can really change really fast you can go really down but then it's a huge up yeah Oh, oh yeah. Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead and mute it before it gets uh, gets too beepy. <laughs> Sam, Sam is gonna blow, be blowing up your DMs during the middle of this. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That that makes sense, man. And and I think it is. It's it. That's a big part of bug bounty. I think that's underestimated is that sort of mental toughness that's required to kind of push yeah, through. Sure. You know. And and I you you see this, and I'm sure you you all get the DMs as well. But I get a bunch of DMs every week from. Do you, do you have your DMs open on Twitter or no? No, I have them. I have them open. Yeah. yeah. So like, like, I can just yes. get, so, get so, so many DMs from people being like, how do I find these bugs? And I'm like, well, you sit down and then you try to hack it and then you fail and then you try to hack it and then you fail and then you try to hack it and then you fail and you complete, you do that like 20 times until yeah. you actually find a bug. Right? And after yeah. anywhere from three to 30 days, exactly. you, it'll click. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I actually wanted to like, since you've been hacking on the same like the same type of technology for like so so long, mm-hmm. um, I have a couple questions. One, is there stuff that like still surprises you, like new stuff that you learn as you're hacking mm-hmm. that you didn't mm-hmm. know before, or is it pretty much like very predictable at this point? Yeah. Uh, so it depends. Like some parts are really predictable. Like you know what's going on. You can imagine what they use, how they use. You know yeah. it should not be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just like look a bit try to understand it like on the big picture mm-hmm. uh, but uh, also new parts are added like mm-hmm. you have maybe like a new API you have something mm-hmm. you expose I'm sure that's exposed. exciting yeah, yeah. and uh, like it adds to the pieces of the puzzle for the for the whole image so I think it's it's a, it's a little bit of both sometimes it's tedious sometimes it's exciting but you can't have everything do, do you have to stretch yourself to look for new innovative vulns in that rather than just going back to your you know bread and butter your your default for that for that for this target or you know is that something that comes pretty naturally uh so i think i do it consciously so mm-hmm. sometimes i go back to my bread and butter sometimes i try to like to go deep in a very mm-hmm. specific piece of that mm-hmm. and do some research sometimes i spend like weeks yeah just trying to understand something trying to go deeper and learn it and yeah. then um i i can apply it to like a really big scope so you have to like i personally consciously choose what to do because i also try to imagine how would that be applicable mm-hmm. to the big picture so do you, do, you, do you like intentionally have like because once once you've been working on one target for so long i feel like in the beginning when you're introduced to a target you're just trying to like get in the zone you're trying to get the feel for the application the lay of the land but then once you've been on a target for so long do you have to have like planning meetings with yourself and be like all right in in one week i'm gonna like check in and be like all right do i need to pivot or do i need to stay or like set goals or is it mostly just sort of on the fly like okay i'm kind of spinning my wheels here i'm not getting anywhere um you know, I'm, should maybe I should pivot. How does that work for you? Yeah, so uh, for sure, I don't do any planning. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm not a psychopath, so <laughs> so my, my notes are in text files. So oh, are they really? Yeah, it's nothing special. That, that's another big topic we've talked yeah. about is notes, but we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, definitely, I think it's uh, how I feel like on the mental level. 
uh, like if I try to do something doesn't work, doesn't doesn't work. I I just try to change it and mm-hmm. do the other thing. Yeah, you know. So. Mm-hmm. But then okay, but and this is another common question that I get all the time. Where do you draw the line for that? Like, how do you know? Do you do you have any methodology, or is it just gut to when to draw the line? And I, I was trying to quantify it the other day because I, I we get this question yeah. a lot. Like, where do you where do you decide? Okay, this isn't work. I need to move on yeah. versus persisting. And I think for me, it's like probably five or six mental iterations of I actually can't find anything else here, yeah. or like I'm something. I feel like I've hit a wall, and then I try to push through like maybe five times. Yeah. Before I thought, okay, actually, I need to move on. Well, and I yeah. think like that that point you made, like mental iterations, yeah. is like really important, right? It's yeah. not like it's not like attempts, right? Because I was talking with some other hackers at this event, yeah, uh, specifically about race conditions, yeah. Uh, and oh my god, and like there was one race condition that somebody found where they were like, yeah, it was like one in twenty five that it hit. Okay, and, okay, but that guy's kind of nuts. Uh, yes, but but <laughs> like he's, he's kind of crazy. He's like, a little bit crazy. Like so maybe that's what you need, a little bit of crazy. Yeah, like there's just I think with some bugs, there's just like you have a gut instinct and you can't explain why yeah but you can just feel it that yeah. it works right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for sure for sure yeah yes. yeah so i mean what do you think for you like men- mental iterations wise or how, how do you tell when to give up on a certain path or continue down uh yeah i think it's a gut thing mm-hmm. also i don't think i do that many iterations but yeah. i usually come back to the same logic I oh really mindset and do some more iterations oh. yeah so like uh, actually in uh, one of the bugs I presented, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did some integrations. Did not work. Then uh, I went out. The second one or the first one for us? Because uh, he this this fricker had <laughs> this yeah, yeah, had MVH <laughs> and over two show like two show and tells, and I'm just like and on both nights, which I think probably will want him the MVH. Yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. And so basically, I tried to do something. It did yeah. not work. Then I went uh, outside to go walk. Without thinking. No, I'm sorry. Was it show and tell one or two? One. Okay, got it. Like, I figured. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought so too. Ding. Yeah. Okay, I would try that, and it worked. Like I was actually thinking about it. So. Wait. Okay. So. So well, wait, yeah, walk me through your thought process. Do you try to approach it as like an employee, or how are you thinking about it when you're when you're churning in your head about those iterations and what things you, if it's not working, what you want to try next? Is are you trying to think like how is this written, or is it more like what things have I seen before? that it might be vulnerable to, or like, how are you thinking about that? Yeah, so this particular case you're talking to, right? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, so I pretty much knew what was going on in the background, so it was pretty mm-hmm. clear <laughs> exactly what was going on, because I could uh, confirm it to, like from various tests. Right, right, right. You have seen like the short version of that. I right? have, yeah. Um, and I just, uh, first I thought of what can I do there, what can I do there, so I just went a bit to the documentation, Yeah, I, I left, and then, uh, read the docs, the read the freaking docs, <laughs> read the docs, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, it just hit me, like, I don't know, subconsciously, yeah, it's a couple, a couple comments on this, one, he said, you said you went outside, and you did some work, right, that, that is big, it's that big. is, that is really big, like, you can definitely, that is definitely something that gets the juices flowing and gets creativity rolling. I don't know about you, but like the best place for me to think is on the toilet. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> shower, I, toilet, yes. hot tub. Shower thoughts, toilet Sh- thoughts. Shower goes good, yeah. Shower's, Shower's good, good, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I tell you, man, you guys got to invest in the hot tub. Like yeah. I always, whenever I'm, I'm, I mean, I seriously mean it. It is an investment, man. I have made money off of that It's like an elevated shower. Because you get, you get in the hot tub and you just start like levitating like and then you just like 
ascend to higher levels of bug bounty, I think. Um, no, but but that's really good. And and I think when it comes to gut related stuff, right? You that that we we try to quantify it. Just to be clear for all of you that are listening, being like, don't tell me it's gut. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, like, but this also comes with experience for sure. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say, right? It, you have to put in the reps to yeah. get the gut, right? Right? Exactly. right. It's like that combination of of you have to be like consuming knowledge and stuff because if you if you just learn like imagine you're in school, right? You learn everything up to like the twelfth grade and then you never learn anything again. You're never going to like go beyond that, right? Because yeah, you, you just you have to keep consuming and learning new things if you want to progress. And right. so that applies to like bug bounty in the same way, where like yeah. if there's a technology or anything that you're hacking, like if you just stop. Like that's as limited as you're going to be. You're, if you don't learn new techniques, yeah. if you don't learn about how technologies work, then that's it. That's where you're going to end. And like, that might be good for you, but like, yeah, this is how you get two FEHs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And on one hand, I think, I think the gut answer might be annoying for most people, but I feel like that's how most people do. Res- most successful hackers do respond. It's like, oh, I just, just somehow felt it, that it was there, yeah. you know? Yeah. But on the other hand, I feel like that should be reassuring as well. Because at the end of the day, there's no like crazy methodology you've got to train yourself to stick to. It's just, you've got to just do it a lot. Right. So, right. I mean, do you agree? Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. For sure. Like yeah. if, if I think uh, in this moment with the current knowledge I have, I missed yeah. dozens of dozens of bugs in the beginning. Oh yeah. I didn't sure. have yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Gut experience <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so you mentioned that you use text files for, for notes. Um, I recently started using Notion, actually, oh my for, for notes, just because like you can you can have sub pages and stuff. We've talked about how Joel is a freak about organization. Yes. Like, okay. Yes. And so recently, I, was, I, like, I just, I, this felt like a great system for me because mm-hmm. I can have like one large thing that's like hacker one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that, I can create one for like whatever program I'm hacking on. And then I can just do bullets and unstructured stuff, and I could just toss, like, brain dumps in there, little snippets and stuff. Right. So, it, are, is it literally just, like, TXT files for you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, basically, no, so, when you say TXT files, you make, make it sound elevated, so it's a text file. <laughs> it, it's, it's, there's no extension. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... With like different topics in the same file. Oh, it's it's, it's files. It's not files. It's file. file. I, I do like to imagine it's just like a twenty five hundred line. Like no, no. So uh, basically, it's like, he opens Notepad and does Control F. Yeah. So no, I, I, okay. So looks uh, aside, I have like seven text files. Oh, okay. Well, One is called literally. Notes. <laughs> the other one is tricks. <laughs> the other one is mobile. Nice. And the, the, the other two have my uh, program name in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One and two. And that's why I have a problem. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't know in which file. I have to grab it. <laughs> so, oh in case gosh. you're wondering for all really high tech organized people. <laughs> yeah. It's about yeah, sec- sure, yeah. seven text files away. Yeah, for, for yeah, man. I mean, it just makes me feel better about like you know when you hear stuff like this, or you hear Eric talk about like I think he's been pretty public about this, but like he uses VBA, you yeah. know. And Eric he, being uh, today today's new, yeah. just you know the the whole he's one of the most you know amazing automation hackers out there. But his his system and he'll acknowledge it is just totally like taped together with like you know SGP and like. And then Cosman, you know, the 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 legend of a one program master <laughs> takes notes in like one one file called notes and one file called tricks. 
if you want, I'm honest, if you hear something really funny, yeah. you should see how I name my book projects. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I don't have a name. It's like, Adzadas, Adzadas, Adzadas. can't do asdf anymore oh my gosh dude that's and, and that's psychopathic I, behavior right there that is definitely if i have something really interesting and i have to start the new project yeah. like for this event i started like five five projects for even yeah. targets i i literally learned the name on the project is interesting so i know in the drop down <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and when i open it it goes to the Oh my gosh, Cosmin, what is wrong with you, man? <laughs> okay, so, so I definitely don't do that with the bird files. <laughs> like, I, I intentionally name all my bird files so I know where my requests are, Cosmin, but like, <laughs> I definitely do that same thing when I'm like creating multiple objects in a, in a, you know, a, an actual software that I'm trying to hack. Like, I'll name, like, like for example, um, you know, there's like various documents in one of the targets we were working on. And every time I was like, you know, ASDF, ASDF, then it like has the same one. And then I'll forget which like one I'm trying to attack in a specific scenario. So then I'll just rename one of them this one. And then I'll do that like three times. So there's like four named this, this one. one. And then it's like, no, really this one, you know, like. I, I used to do that with all my payloads too, where I would yeah. just be like, test, test two, test three, oh my test four. <laughs> and then eventually I, I was like, I can't, I need to like start naming these like real names because I'll come back to a program after like a year and I'll, I'll see all my old files and I'm like, I have no idea what these are. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I was, I was going back to a program yesterday and I had a, I had one file called this shit is really interesting. Dot burp. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what is that? What is that? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Great job, self. You clickbaited me. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> now nah, it's funny though because you know, and I, I was working with with Sean, um, E S S Y, um, W H Y, E S S W H Y, during this event a little bit, and uh, he just he just names everything. Fuck it, like <laughs> he did, like literally, and, and I'm just like, Sean, are you gonna like uh, put that in your POC? And he's like. Fuck it. Like, I'm just like, okay, all right. Like, that seems uh, a little bit off, but, you know, hey, if it works for you, it works. So. Oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. Yeah. That, 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 that does not mean it's the good way. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, just, but that's what works, right? For you, at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, just to be, yeah, I mean, that's a great point, though, because, like, even though we, even though we're all, you know, towards the, towards the top echelon um, for Puck Bounty stuff, it, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of improvements that can be made. So, yeah, you know, sure. there's there's definitely someone up here in, in the top echelon as well that maybe misses some of our gut-related stuff, but also is, like, organized as frick. Like, yeah. um, I, I, well, yeah, I'll, I'll shut it up. Mayonnaise, right? Yeah. I've talked to this guy. Um, You know, he's, he's another guy that's just yeah, a legend with one program. the yearly number one in the U.S. Yeah. Top hacker on Hacker One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't rub it in. I'm coming for him. <laughs> you're, you're in third, uh, right? Second or third? Said yeah. third, yeah. Um, but he, uh, he, he's extremely organized, you know? Yeah. And he has a whole system for organizing data, and he never lets anything fall through the cracks. And that's just his thing. Yeah. And it really helps him. Um. And so, yeah, there, it takes all ty all types, I think. And that's one of the great value add props for Buck Bounty is that we 
all different eyes are needed to secure an attack surface. Yeah. And you need some of the, you know, sort of chaotic, dis- yeah. more dis- disorganized eyes. You need the hyper-focused eyes. Yeah. You need the absolute lunatics that only do Unicode normalization bugs. Andre. <laughs> <laughs> you have a whole table for it, by the way. Yeah, like, you need the, yeah. And just all people that only do cosmic bugs, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely, it definitely takes all types. Yeah. So when, when you're, like, as you continue to hack on your main target, um, do mm. you have any type of like monitoring or automation? Like, how do you know when they come out with new features? Do you just kind of have your finger on the pulse all the time, or how, how do you how do you stay up to date and make sure that you're not falling behind with with the new features and stuff that they're adding? Uh, yeah, so I don't have any like monitoring tooling. Uh, the tools I have, okay, just like basic uh, recon, and they can it can do deltas. So like, I know what's new, but I have to run it like manually. Mm-hmm. I have like also a big custom automation tool, but uh, doesn't help me figure out what's new and what's old. Uh, but I'm basically subscribed to the newsletters. Uh, on yeah. places. I follow them on Twitter. Uh, mm. A lot actually, actually got me like three or four bugs. Wow. Just like seeing some tweets. Uh, mm. <laughs> Whoa, we got this, we got that, we got that. So that's almost like some OS int level stuff, you know, yeah. like you're, 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 you're watching, you know, you're subscribing to their change log, their newsletter, their, their Twitter feed. And then when you see features come up, you know, you have that product level expertise to know, oh, wait, that's actually sounds really interesting. And then you dive into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they also have like uh, big releases with the documentation. And uh, when it's uh. a release, so uh, I look through, I look through those. Mm. I'm, I'm a little uh, behind now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, but. Uh, well, yeah, you said, you said lately you, you don't actually have a ton of, or at least for this event, the, the event that you won, you didn't actually have a bunch of time to hack, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I had like three or four full days and then, uh, Machine. <laughs> like the freight. <laughs> <laughs> I already had planned a vacation with the family, so yeah. I went there. Uh, but I also did like, uh, let's say, like five hours in the uh, evenings. Yeah, in the evening to the to the night, like four to five hours. Yeah. And you, and you told me before this pod that you you only really sleep like five or six hours a night. Is that right? Yeah. Ever since the baby, I think uh, like around six hours. Uh, six hours does it for you. Yeah, six hours definitely does it. Um, do you, do you do? You, okay, so there's a clarification there though. Like, do you wake up after six hours and feel rested, or do you wake up after six hours and be like, okay, I could do my life? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he's like, what is rested? I have a baby. <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it, it depends on the baby. Uh, yeah, but like, uh, I, I went to sleep back at one and woke up alone at six, and I felt rested. Like. If, oh wow! Okay. I, like my 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 alarm was like at seven, so I woke up at six. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I mean, fine. do you feel like you need a full? Am I the only one that needs like actually eight hours of sleep? <clears throat> it's it's really weird actually. Like this trip, I've been getting like way less the sleep that I normally do, and yeah. I've been feeling more alert than I normally do. Huh. And I'm not sure if it's just because of like jet lag or what, but. Um, yeah, I do, I do wonder. If, Says like, that I I woke him up like thirty minutes before we recorded this podcast by knocking on his door and calling him like six times. <laughs> yes, I like I was having a nice dream and then I just hear Joel, Joel, I was like, get up. And then I was like, oh shit, what time is it? Justin, missed call from Justin. No, yeah, I think I think. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I, I have to have at least seven hours of sleep. If, if it's six, like, I can do that for a couple days. But after that, it starts, you know, sort of compounding. Yeah. Um, and my brain definitely doesn't work quite as well. Yeah. And, I, and I have to give it to props to all the European hackers because 
like, yeah, you guys come to the U.S. all the freaking time and jet lag, it's and awful. it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, we wake up at like two and what? I slept for hours. It's two and not sleeping. It's uh, yeah, really yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever hack? Like, do you ever ever have to like wake up in the middle of the night to take care of the baby, and you just like get an idea and go hack something? No. Or, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would regret it. And I, I actually spoken like two people that don't have a baby, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This hacking in the evening on this vacation was like a super exception for me because mm-hmm. I like I'm not almost like never hack in the evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you 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 um you're full time as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're two full time hunters here. And I think for me one of the things that I've noticed, and maybe you can comment on this as well, is that I struggle with finding a sense of normal in the midst of the live hacking events, right? Because like, I feel like I sort of live my life from live hacking event to live hacking event. Like I'm, I'm, so this live hacking event's over. I'm going to take a couple, uh, you know, a week or two to like chill. And then either I'm prepping for the next live hacking event. Oh, and that's another intense period of like, you know, yeah, I don't know, maybe sure. 10 hour days, you know, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. more, but you know, but sometimes not. And, and in the meantime, like I've got enough bandwidth to like do a couple things on the side. Um, but like most of the time and my normal gets disrupted every, you know, every month or two, cause I'm doing this big travel and, and before that big travel, I'm intensely focused on a target. So do you, I mean, do you feel that as well? Do you feel like yeah. you have a sense of normalcy in your life? Uh, it's, 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 it's hugged. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, like, uh, yeah, exactly like you, like you said. I also take usually take time off for mm-hmm. like a week or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just also spend more time with the baby because I miss him, dog, yeah. wife, uh, yeah, all of those. Uh, and then I, yeah, basically have to prep for the next event. But in between, I have to do some other stuff, get that done. Then comes the event, focus that gets in the way of maybe other stuff and. Yeah, just fly and then the back and yeah, it's 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 pretty hard. I, I try to just uh, have if I'm in between, just have some normal hacking out in the morning and until like uh, three thirty or something like that. three with a big like lunch meeting break. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah, I, I was yeah, just checking yeah, to see if they can yeah. if they can hear you. Yeah. Um. So so you said you know normally you you know you're doing from 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 you know you've got the live hacking events but in your normal thing you're you're hacking in the morning and then you're you're cutting out at around three or three thirty yeah and in between uh lunch uh, lunch break yeah something, yeah, yeah. Now, it's nice man I, I i love being a full-time bug bounty hunter because at the end of the day you can set your own schedule pretty freely and you know if you do want to go and take a vacation or you know get a oh, yeah, you know sure. a long lunch with your wife or something like that i don't know does, does your wife work from home or does she go into an office or what Oh, she's a medic, so she goes oh. in the hospital. <laughs> oh, oh, really? oh, lovely! Oh, goes to the hospital. Wow, that's yeah. that's a lot then. No, this... she's uh, she's still on the the what do you call it? Paternity leave oh, paternity. or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, maternity leave. Maternity yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, your paternity leave. She's on maternity. Oh, that's good. Okay. So you got man, but your kid's like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Germany's what the heck, dude? Like... Germany is nuts. Like... in the U.S., they give you like four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. is like. I'll give you three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need a doctor's note for more yeah. than three days. Yeah. Like, it's geez. a bit different. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. Wow, that's, that, that is really awesome, though. But I guess, you know, on the flip side of that, you're paying a lot of taxes on all these bounties, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, uh, I, you can basically scratch off, like, 45% 
Ouch. Oof, <laughs> dude. Oof. That, that hurts. That yeah. hurts. Yeah. For sure. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good to have that 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 work life balance and that. Um, and I think that is a struggle for all full full time. You actually, you've done full time for for longer than me now. Four years. Four years, dude. Nice. I'm at yeah. I'm at just I'm at just over three now, three and a half. Yeah. And I, so I, I don't actually remember like one hundred percent. Yeah. But I I think that sounds about right. But like around four around four years. years. Yeah. Wow, that's so impressive. When you first started hacking, what drew you to? your specialty like what what drew you towards like hacking on that was that something that you were you had already used at work or you were familiar with or something or like what what like drew you to focus on that it was pure luck okay telling it straight here on critical thinking like yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like uh, i got invited pretty pretty soon uh Mm -hmm. it it is a private program so i got invited there uh my knowledge was like really low but Mm -hmm. i found some stuff so it kind of went like ups downs ups downs but the trend was like going up mm-hmm. that, that's really interesting because i feel like with some with a new program sometimes you'll you'll, you'll get that trend and then it'll kind of drop back down a little bit too you know so if you see yeah. a very consistent like upward trend yeah that exactly. might be a good a good time to say like okay well this might be my program yeah, yeah for sure for sure and I, I didn't like do some that huge planning uh, right, right. In my mind, because I knew I could do it for years. Right, right. Uh, but that's what treated me very well. Uh, so I just like stick there, and then when I realized its full potential, I went. Uh, like, yeah. Deep. I don't know if you can comment on this, but like, what is the, what is the? I feel like this program that you hack on has a longer turnaround time than some of the other programs. Do you? How do you deal with that? And <clears throat> yeah. Uh. So I think, yeah, if you do full-time bug bounty, yeah, I think it's super important to already be stable, like from a financial point of view, like you, you should not do it if you're like stressed out. Bug oh, yeah. bounty for stress, it's it's a no-go. It's and, terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so basically I just uh, submit a bug and then I forget about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Um, yeah. yeah, it can be paid in like a few weeks, can be paid a few months. Mm. even more like, but it doesn't really matter to you at that point yeah exactly it doesn't matter like uh, i think my update requesting is every like three to four months oh really oh, yeah. oh wow geez that's that's pretty intense and i think alex chapman alex chapman is another hacker that's that's full-time and uh and i think he sort of coined the term or at least he was the first one that i heard talk about like a vulnerability pipeline being important as a full-time hacker yeah. because you are a full-time bug bounty hunter because you, you know, you're not always going to be able to get a quick turnaround on the programs that are going to give you the best value for your time. Yes. For sure. and, and so, uh, you know, you, you submit the bug and you kind of forget about it or you have patience and, you know, you're getting paid today for the bugs you found weeks ago. And just like Cosman said, if you're, if you're doing bug bounty in a way that's stressed out or you're financially tight, then you're, you're going to be needing that payment faster and it's going to make you stress and it's going to be less able to focus on the program yeah. and focus on just sort of chilly hacking. And so I think, I think, you know, I, I've known this for a little while, you know, this thing about not being able to do full-time bug bounty stressed out, but um, I think it's concreted data in my mind now where it's like, if somebody messaged me and says, Hey, you know, do you think I could do bug bounty and make just a, a couple grand? Cause I really need a couple grand because you know, X, Y, Z, I'm just going to say literally, no, it's not an option. No, you yeah. know, just don't do it. Yeah. Like go, 
find something that it's going to give you money for time, yeah. not money for yeah, results, exactly. right? Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, we're against the odds. Like, we've talked about this so many times. Like, Bug Bounty is literally going against the odds. You're you're going against, like, security teams. It's like, yeah. can I find the things that they missed? Can I find the things that they did wrong? Yeah. And if you don't, then that's, like, kind of a good thing. But also, like... You know, you can't really fault yourself. It's not It's not entirely skill-based. Yeah. Some of it that is completely out of your control. Like, there just might not be a vuln there. And yeah. you might have just been looking at something for a day and not found anything there because yeah. it's not there. A, a, a little a little double-click into the live hacking event scene. You know, we have these channels, these Slack channels that we use for the live hacking events. And one of the most popular channels is the meme channel. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, the memes at these events are legendary. Like, every, every time we have, my wife and I have a habit, after the event's over, we just, like, Go back to the to the you know room, sit in the bed, and, and go through all the, all memes, the memes from the from the live hacking event, and and we'll laugh about them. Um, one of the ones we saw last night was just this like you know a meme describing the fact that like oh well you know there's a bunch of people that are way smarter than me trying to prevent me from hacking this target all the time you know and and I forget what the format of the meme was but it you know it kind of hit home and it's something that we talk about a lot and I think that it's something that we really can't emphasize enough, you know, in this situation, because it's all too easy to get into a situation and feel like, man, I just am ins- insufficient. But no, like you said, a lot of times it's, there's a whole team yeah. designed to, to prevent you from doing what you're trying to do. Yeah. So, so back on the topic of yeah. like, um, pipe, like pipeline and having a pipeline of bugs and stuff, mm-hmm. would you say that you submit kind of all across the range of severities or is it like, do you focus on criticals and highs mm-hmm. yeah. or where do you draw that line? Cause I know a lot of people, especially full-time hackers, like they want to just have bugs going in so that they can have money coming back on a regular basis. So it's not like once a month I submit a crazy bug and I hope it gets paid in a month. Cause otherwise I'm not getting paid Alex, next month. We're looking, at, <laughs> we're looking at you, Alex. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. So, um, basically doing that, that much time on the same program, I know what they, what they did. What's the threat model? What they're interested in? What should I report? Uh, to like just take a glance and that's that. Uh, I basically try to submit uh, impactful bugs, uh, and I uh, on the lesser impactful ones, I just look for specific types uh, of those. Uh, I basically also look uh, not actively like for XSSs. I use like this uh, reflector plugin. It's really good. Uh, with some changes in it. Mm. Um, so you modified the bird plugin? Yeah, basically. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, then, um, for example, I don't look that much at CSR like anymore. I don't mm. care about it. Mm. Uh, I don't do, I don't know, GitHub searches. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. do, I've never ever done a subdomain takeover in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, there are lots of like better people with already yeah, right. proper tools to do everything. So it just now I basically try to focus on some specific things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then yeah, yeah. Do, so do, do, do you do chaining then? Like do you do you do you ever? So you know you're submitting all sorts of types of volumes, but do you ever say like, okay, I've got this volume that can be a medium, but I know how to chain. I know that this is a helpful gadget to chain it into a higher crit. Um, within the context of this program, do you ever save those volumes and and not report them till later? No, no, uh, because uh, chaining uh, in this particular program is very good. Yeah, but usually the core of the issue is the one that's actually impactful uh, uh, and the one that's actually get paid and they, they and recognize for. this. Uh, 
I recognize that from their pattern mm. and stuff like that. Uh, like for 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 instance, I used once in and uh, I think it was an SSRF and Open Redirect, and that Open Redirect was already reported. Uh, they were good enough to um, pay part of the award, but because uh. like part of the chain was not there didn't matter that much because actually that wouldn't have opened without that open redirect. And even if it's an open redirect, this is may- maybe not that good of an example because it's like super niche. But for example, for XSS is like, you know, from start in this particular program, what's the severity? Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's that I don't like, you have, if you have like a specific proof of concept to an account takeover, it's fine, you can use it, but that's not like a bug in itself. So and chains, very rarely I. Uh, okay, so it's mostly that. just classic vulns for you. You know, it's not necessarily that you're that you're like, okay, I've got this sort of flow figured out where if I can, you know, let's just say for example, I can set a header in the response or something like that, it results in some sort of crazy thing. It's it's very varying vuln types and and you know, not even crazy amounts of chains. Uh, yes and no. Like okay. I know a lot of niche interesting stuff right. that are not vulnerable in itself, but helps the recon process uh, right, a lot. Right. Like very small things, like uh, when you ping a site, we do a post request on HTTP instead right. of HTTPS. Right, right, right. It's directed to some interesting stuff. Interesting. Which cannot false. Like very small things. Yeah. I know how to hit like a specific path that stops. At the load balancer level, doesn't go through, so it's extremely fast. Uh, stuff like that. Like you're walking uh, us through your 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 tricks.txt. Yeah, <laughs> cat tricks.txt. That, that, that's already a written in tools, so it's not. Yeah, no, that, that that's <laughs> in my head. That's, <laughs> I use those very often. That that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I think that. But I mean, we make fun of his little tricks.txt thing, but <laughs> actually, yeah. that 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 is pivotal. You know, that that is absolutely pivotal to to staying at a target long-term. I, I have one target that I've done, you know, not even close to long as long-term as, as you know, what you've done. But, um, you know, even on that, you start to put, when you start to piece things together and you start understanding these little quirks that just tell you a little bit about how a certain functionality is flowing and that functionality is present across their whole scope, it makes all the difference because yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can get that, little better it well it informs the gut right, right. you know yeah. we were talking about the the gut earlier and it, it informs the gut and it allows you to get that that sort of and even if it's just subconscious it's like a spidey sense exactly yeah. Your, yeah. Your, your spidey sense but you know there has to be something that signals it right and in some times it can be those those little tricks so that that's that's really cool yeah i would imagine that like there are certain keywords, right? Or, like things that like you notice, because you don't only hack directly on that target. You hack on other companies that will use that the, the technologies or, or, you know, will integrate with it. And I, I can imagine that there are certain things that you notice that are like, oh, they're using that. I Now I know. Yeah, and, then, sure. and then you just narrow, like focus in and just dive in and you, you start to fiddle with things and try and find endpoints that you can manipulate that you know how they work and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's that that for sure like you recognize like you said all the keywords the patterns the, the everything you know how it's yeah. like you can imagine pretty well how it's done in the background or in the back end yeah. um yeah and i also like build a ton of like custom word lists uh, oh that's interesting nice. yeah yeah like, i think it's super good 
Like to, mm. the, I had some amazing results with a specific work is that this is not big. Like it's truly it has like ten thousand words or something. Wow. How, how are you building that? Are you are you scraping you know JS files or map files or text on the thing or? Or is this wordless.txt? <laughs> or this is, <laughs> this is the seventh file. Cat note.txt <laughs> tokenize into. Oh, no. uh, I think. Uh, this is a pretty important piece of my uh, All right. secret sauce. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Because um, if I tell you once, everybody can actually do it. Because it's uh, I never it, actually it, read a documentation like anywhere like this technique. Right. Mm. Kind of, but not. You know, and that's that's the cool thing about you know having people come on on the pod and being in the bug bounty community as well is that there there are things that you you share and things that you, you know, feel like you can give back to the community, but also like you have to, you have to keep yeah. some of that. Of yeah, that it's a bit stuff. of competitive See, because intelligence. It's so competitive. And I talk to people about the industry fairly often. Right. Yeah. And they're like, why would anybody ever share anything? Right. Yeah. Like, and, and cause it's like, you're literally creating uh, opponents. You're, you're, right. you're creating people that will, that will steal bounties, steal, literally steal money. From yeah. You, yeah. Right. And, uh, but I, I think that's part of the beauty and that dynamic is really interesting because it, in general, I think it's a really collaborative environment. Um, and, and we, in general, we really lift each other up, but you know, hey. but uh, it's, it's also, uh, uh, another point, like another point of view here. Yeah. Like if you have all those resources, it's very good. Like when I started, there was, there was not that many resources at all, right. but then you, like you have like maybe five to ten super good resources and yeah. you use that one and nobody actually innovates uh, any stuff like what i did was like mm -hmm. never ever read a blog post on that in my life in the beginning yeah like, ever so it kind of like forces you to think a bit for yourself outside yeah. of the box like two sides of the coin yeah so, that that's that's super super important right. and really well said i think that you you can get lost. You know, we talked about this a little bit on the, what was that episode that I just like made up a bunch of words that were like Dr. Seuss? I forget what that was. Oh, yes. The, but, but, but. Yeah, get it. Uh, what, the, oh man, what was it? The the beginner tips or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll link it in yeah. the description or whatever. We'll, we'll call it, you know, Justin's weird episode with all the <laughs> Dr. Oh, Seuss shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the education piece, especially with all the resources now. And we say like, oh, you know, I wish I had all these resources when I had just started, but, it, but actually maybe it's better, right? right. You know, maybe it, it, maybe it's better that you had to get your hands in there and you figure it out for yourself in a lot of ways, um, because then you, you do figure out how to develop methodologies and it takes more time and it takes a little bit of a grind for yeah. sure. Because I've seen, I've seen hackers go from zero to like finding crits on hardened programs in like less than two years. Yeah. You know, with the resources, two months. I yeah, mean. yeah. I mean, true. Yeah, some people just really intake it quick, depending on the background. But I've seen someone literally go. Uh, I'll call it out. So, um, my 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 mentee. So he he went from, you know, French major to finding crits. You know, in in less than two years, yeah. like on on his own. You yeah. know, and and uh, and you know, it's definitely possible with the resources, but also you know, a big part of our our flow, you know, working together to help him grow as a hacker was doing, ha doing a lot of hacking. Yeah. And then we would, you know, maybe we would do five or six hours of hacking together in a day. And then he would go home and read five hours of resources. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And, and so he was really putting in the time, yeah. 
Um, and those resources are great, but it has to be, has to be, has to be, has to be accompanied with failing. Right. You've got to get out there and fail yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. develop your own techniques yeah. because that's where you get the secret sauce <laughs> right. like this that, right. that, that, that Cosman has. And that's, that's, that's yeah. super clutch. So I guess one of the other things that I, I had on the list for you regarding a specific, you know, working with one specific t- uh, program over the long term is your relationship with the team. Like, how has your relationship with the team evolved and how have you, um, how has that helped you as, as a hacker or as a participant in that program? So, um, I've always had a very good relationship with uh, the whole team. Yeah. Uh, even if they, they change the management, the new employees, or yeah. the, so on. Um, because I, I always felt appreciated by them. Mm. Uh, mm. And what I said was like impactful, was properly analyzed. I, uh, I never felt like tweaked or ah. stuff like that. So never it felt was tricked. like, a, I think it's also a very mutual, it's full of mutual respect. Mm. And mm. also, yeah, when they needed something for me, I was there for them. When, right. they, when I needed something from, from them, they were there for me. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty important. Yeah, that, that that's really good. I, I will say, you know, and I imagine that takes a lot of effort on your behalf as well, because especially with the, you know, report a bug and forget it mentality, like sometimes you, <laughs> you'll report a bug, you know, a month will pass and they'll be like, hey, um, clarifying detail on this. And I'm like, I don't even remember where that yeah, was, yeah, you know, like, yeah. and you got to go back and like figure out like all the different details about it. So that takes work. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think this ever happened. What? Wow. Yeah. Ever. Because uh, they have, um, a specific attached team, like they, yeah, they own trash team and yeah. they are accustomed to the pro- product. Mm. So when, That's they, when they have uh, questions, they do it like beforehand and then go through some, I don't know what the backend their process looks like. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but they give all the details and, uh, and that's yeah, it. maybe like two or three times. Um, yeah. Let's say clarifications. How I found something, like how I reached a, a result. But this is not like a technical question. Wow. That that's yeah. that's actually really that's really amazing because yeah. you know I feel like uh, especially as remediation starts to come into effect, a lot of times I get another question like, hey could we fix this by this? And then I'm like, uh, uh, not really sure because I don't remember any of the details of this bug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so it seems like they've got a lot of technically competent people on the back end that yeah. don't even necessarily need to double check with you. You know, they can just kind of look, look at the code, talk to their own you know, security team and figure that out. So that's cool. Yeah. Or, yeah and, and if you can bypass it, great. You know, like there's another bounty for you. Yeah. So when you find when you're when you submit bugs to other programs that are outside of the main thing that you hack on, but are like yeah. usually usually using that technology, would you say that it's something that you have found on the te- on the main technology and then mm. gone to check if it's on other programs, or is it you're just curious, you're looking at that program, you stumble on the technology, and you're like, oh. Okay, let's let's exploit this. Uh, yeah. So, and I've I've never consciously like uh, sent uh, a report on a program that uses the technology when I knew that the, that was a core issue, mm. um, because they truly frown upon that. So that's yeah. like a they big double dipping. no, yeah. oh, no sure, sure, thing, sure. like a huge no. Mm. Uh, and if I find something that happened uh, like maybe two times, you find something on a program that uses the technology. 
and I'm not sure whether that's like a configuration thing or it's a core issue. Sure, I sure. tested on something that I own and to see that's a core issue so I know like exactly where to submit it. Nice. Oh my gosh, that, that take, must take so much effort though because you got to go reset up yeah. the whole project. Yeah. So for yourself. Do you do a lot of testing on like a local instance or whatever that you have configured and set to defaults? And so Yeah, you, I have a lot of uh, various test instances nice. for <laughs> nice. different purposes. All called ASDF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ASDF1, ASDF2. <laughs> Basically, I, I usually spin a new one if like I'm out of storage. Or, <laughs> or, or if the name is taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny because during one of your show and tells, you were, you were showing like the configuration that you had used or whatever for like your just like a setup or something, and it was like city name. Oh, I, I love yeah. that. That's, that's that's actually me uh, like trying. You know, <laughs> usually it's this, this, this. Yeah, and there, there was an address, and it was it was street, <laughs> yeah, so and city. Then... <laughs> yeah, so so you can you can like actually realize it's not like a placeholder. <laughs> right, 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 right. Street, city. Arkansas. That was a drop down. We both knew it was Arkansas because we're like, both like, I, what? Yeah, I, I was like, Cosmic Arkansas? Arkansas? Of all the like, states in the US, Arkansas. So a and drop I was like, down, yep, you know? AR, exactly. A. Oh my god. that or Alaska. That's, that's hilarious, man. Yeah. No, I forgot. Yeah, I didn't even. I kind of forgot that that was a state. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, cool, man. Well, let, let me see. Let me see what else I've got on the list here because we 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 had a great we've had a great conversation so far. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess we talked a decent bit about what it means to be on on one target for the long term. the The last thing that I had was like, how do you create mental models, or or do you intentionally create mental models for how a product works? And do you store those in your, you know, notes.txt or do you kind of keep them all up in your head just architecturally and also like structurally? So here um, I can definitely recognize I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep them in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. I forget it. Yeah. Uh, then I have to re- realize how it works. And yeah. then maybe I add it in the text file. Like if this happens. So yeah, uh, I actually went like to Cosman's doing like ASCII art in his like frogs. <laughs> exactly graph. how I feel every time I come back to a program that I haven't touched in like a while. Yeah, I'm like oh, oh. and then it all clicks. I'm like oh god, I remember it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, something like something like that. So, um, I went like to some, so the same parts of the app multiple times, and sure. I know that was not efficient, not good. It was kind of frustrating sometimes because yeah. you don't find the results. You know, it's there. We just like forgot that specific url sure uh, but i usually remember how i got there so yeah. i remember the process usually. But, yeah and i think you you told me before this event that you've actually seen a decent amount of the targets that were in scope you know before and so it's it's pretty it's pretty clear you know that the you can come back you mentioned earlier i mean it was really interesting that you you said you'll you'll hit a mental block and then you'll you'll come back, you know, later afterwards. And that's really like, that does not work at all for me. Like for me, I've got to be, I've got to hit a mental block and then just iterate again and then iterate again while I've got it all in my brain, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, really, if I'm like really, really stuck and something's close, maybe I'll like force myself to move along and, but still be thinking about it in like a background process. But like, 
I don't move move along very easily and, and then come back to something. And, and it seems like that's something that you do. So that's an interesting tip. Yeah, so uh, I do that, like you said, but I also have to uh, hit a block. Like if I'm in the zone, I'm yeah. not like switching targets or anything. But oh, if I yeah. exhaust like the things I wanted to try, yeah, uh, I maybe move to something else, then uh, maybe come back. Uh, especially in life hacking events, because um, I picked a, 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 something like pretty shallow. Yeah. So it does not, uh, and I just like went there, so I could actually afford to ping pong a bit. Ah, um, nice. Yeah, so also like on the big uh, thing that I do, I do the same thing uh, because sometimes I actually miss things uh, mm. or have like a new fresh idea that mm-hmm. works. Yeah, like uh, later you notice some weird behavior. And yeah, like, I wonder exactly, if that's, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, it's pretty important to know what's going on, like mentally how you do it, how you achieve that result, uh, like the whole process, but maybe it's not that important to know all the details if you know how to get the details again yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if it makes sense yeah no that that definitely makes sense i think it's i think like you said intuitively that's not the most efficient flow but i think maybe even going through that exercise of rediscovering yeah exactly the the functionality can firm up your understanding because it's almost like you're coming back with semi-fresh eyes Right. You know, like if I have a problem with something, I'll hit up Joel and Joel will come look at it. He's got a fresh set of eyes. He sees something different. Right. But, you know, maybe if I don't hit up Joel and I spend a couple days, you know, do something else and I come back to it, you know, my eyes are sort of not as as fresh with it. And maybe I'll see something different as well. That kind of seems like what you're doing. Yes, 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 exactly. So and what you're telling me is I can cut Joel out of the bounty process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> hold Man, on. I don't, maybe I don't even need Joel anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> critical thinking with Justin only. <laughs> All right, we're starting Joel's critical thinking. Oh, no, shoot. <laughs> no, that, that's that's a great tip. That's a that's a really solid one. And also, like... Um, between those processes, you also learn new th- new things that on the second iteration, you can apply them also there. And it's actually kind of built also in my tools. My tools reiterate their own previous results from other places and try to do that again in a new environment. Ah. And actually like have results. Like if you have my the, the tool that I have in a blank new machine, yeah, it will not have like many hits. Yeah. But if you like reiterate on a big like data, it kind of like tries to do the same stuff again and like... It's really interesting to hear hear like other hackers describe this because I think it's almost like you have your own little internal like live hacking event where yeah. you're knowledge sharing with yourself. Yeah, and like, 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 <laughs> it's like it's so weird because every time we go to a live hacking event and like if you're collaborating with someone, they'll be like, "Hey, I have this really weird behavior," mm-hmm. and I find that nine times out of ten, I'll be like, "Oh, have you tried this, this, this?" And they're like, "Yep, I tried all of that stuff, didn't yeah, work." And yeah, I was exactly. like, "Oh man, okay, so we're, we're thinking about this the same way." Cosmin <laughs> yeah. like scrolls up in notes that takes tea. Hey, past Cosmin, <laughs> guess what? I have this weird behavior. Maybe you could figure it out. Thanks. You know, like, oh my gosh, sharing sharing tips with yourself. <laughs> Next level shit, right yeah, here. Yeah. You know, people are coming into this this interview. You know, oh, yeah, it's it's Cosmin. He's gonna have some crazy shit. Cosmin's <laughs> like, just sitting at home talking to himself. <laughs> Cosmin's like, I've got this mirror, right? <laughs> and I talk to the mirror. Hey, Cosmin, you guys have got updated. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are you guys are too much, man. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's all I had on my list. Do you, do you have any um, any? I guess let me ask this. Um, 
do you have any tips or tricks? I, I think you're the leading expert that I can think of on staying on one program for a long term and making a shit ton of money on it. Like, do you have any, any tips for, for people that relate to long-term relationship building with one program? And would you recommend that to all hackers? Uh, yeah, I think everybody has its own way. Yeah. There are different type of people uh, that some, some go wide, some go deep, some focus yeah. on specific vulnerability times. They are all very successful. Yeah. So uh, in the scope of a question, for me personally, it was uh, very fortunate and good to go this path. And having a good relationship with the program, I think it's crucial. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But that can be seen pretty fast. Like uh, after a few months, I think you can actually get an idea yeah. of what's happening and you could decide for yourself whether to proceed that program or mm, just yeah. to stop. Because yeah. if you feel like you're um, being tricked or not appreciated, uh, you cannot do it long term, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I have a little interesting perspective on this as well because mm-hmm. um, I've been on the company side. I've actually been on the company side that you've reported stuff to as well. Yeah, when I was exactly. at Uber. And, yeah. Um, and yeah. I think certain researchers really demonstrate like just in how they report and what they report, like the type of like person that they are, the type of hunter they are, and the type of relationship that they're trying to build. And so like if you're submitting critical stuff and like you're doing your best to be like open, honest and transparent about that. And you're consistent, right? It's more like once you get two or three reports into a program, they know your name, like they're going to know it, especially if those are really good, well-written reports. And that's like what you do. Right. And so like, I don't think I've ever seen a report from you that's been like, Ugh, uh, this, this report sucks. Like I can't yeah. even read this right? Right, right, right? because like you, you have a reputation and that reputation holds up. So I think it's important not only from like the program side, the program side will probably pick up on it. Like yeah. once you start yeah. reporting, because they see that you're interested and they're like, Oh, awesome. This person is, is actively like hacking Consistent, yeah. You know, we want to, them to keep going. Like we want to keep seeing bugs from this person. Mm-hmm. And that's like an awesome thing to, to see as a program. It's just like somebody who's finding cool shit that you've missed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you've mentioned in the past too that you you have, like I remember you saying like, ah, oh, this this one bug is like twenty steps long, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, and I'm like, man, I don't know that I've ever written a report that's <laughs> that's steps. like you know fifteen steps <laughs> long, right? So I think probably there's a lot of detail that goes into your reports too. Uh, yeah. So this is actually a skill set you have to develop for yourself to yeah. learn to write a good report. It's yeah. extremely extremely important. Yeah. It cuts out of frustration. It, like, yeah faster turnaround times and everything so yeah it's really good do you do video pocs uh, i almost always do video pocs if it's some somehow like complex if mm-hmm. it's like an xss i put a screenshot uh, yeah that's, yeah same. That's, that's that but if it's like something complex uh i do a video poc but i also realized that it's extremely important to properly write the replication steps because Absolutely. nobody wants to like open a video in a new screen a new mm-hmm. screen or something and then just like uh, yeah i have to do that let me pause the video video oh what what did he do rewind oh yeah. how, how can i copy this i cannot copy this or like video. copying the video into 16 different ticket programs you've got <laughs> inside of a you know jira and this and that yeah. so yeah yeah, exactly. So both parts are important, and yeah. I, I, I usually have like a really structured report. Uh, um, like I have a summary describes yeah. the vulnerability a bit. If yeah. it's a new program, I tend to like give explanations about mm-hmm. like why this is happening. Sometimes, sure. in some rare cases, uh, I give documentation like uh, links, uh, site site uh, documentation back to them. Yeah, 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 uh, and then like the replication steps. 
Uh, I, I read down video or screenshot attached uh, in, the, in the impact uh, section. I read impact and does that. So yeah, I feel like especially for other teams that aren't the main program that you're that you're on, like a lot of the time they don't even fully understand like the technology that you're hacking on. And so it, it's like difficult for them to know why it's a security impact. So yeah. I think that's really important for like you who has really, really deep understanding of like, why is this bad and how yeah. it's bad? And that this is like a default configuration or something like that to explain to the security team so that they can understand it. Because yeah. oftentimes it's an engineering focus that the engineering team has chosen to use this technology and it's more convenient for them, but the security team isn't in on that decision. Right. They're just there as the security team. And then they find out later that it's been done right. improperly. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's so, okay. So we've got, you know, being consistent, you've got writing, writing really solid reports. And then you said within the first like two or three months, you'll kind of know whether the team is like some, some buddy you'd want to work with continuously. Um, besides those three, do you have any other tips for people wanting to develop a long, to find their, you know, bread and butter program, their program that they're going to stick with long term? What, what other kind of tips and indicators do you have? You have to like hacking it. Yeah, I think oh, it's that's extremely yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. I have some technologies that I, I truly dislike when I yeah. see them, and I usually just uh, close the program. But yeah. I can yeah. also afford to do that now and just like move to something else. I didn't, don't even start. But yes. but surely you dislike this program, you know, sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> so that, that happens. Do you, do you? Okay, so you know, would you say that there are periods of like? you know, a week? Or would you say that there are periods of a couple of days where you're like, oh man, like I am really sloshing through this right now. Like I really don't want to be doing this. Like, you know, how long do you think those periods last versus like the the eventual come around, which is like, ah, you know what? Actually, this is pretty good. Uh, it's kind of- depends. I know it's hard to like, quantify, but- Yeah, so if I have like a disagreement or something- uh, Yeah. Is this I mean, the... not necessarily with the program, but like with the technology. Like, do you, oh, do you ever yeah, like, like do you think get like, burned out? Basically, what? Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, it's, it's not even burned out. Like, do you? Well, maybe sort of. But like, do you ever think like, ah, I really don't like hacking this technology right now, or is it pretty? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this happens. This happens. Yeah, uh, it happened already like, numerous times. Yeah, and I just uh, try to hack something else. Maybe, okay. and that's the point when uh, sometimes. I switch to other programs that I hack, but yeah. usually I just see if I have some interesting invites like to start somewhere fresh. Okay. Uh, so you bounce bounce out for just a second, and maybe the live hacking events even help with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Those 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 actually help because if it's a live hacking event, I just focus on that. So it's okay. like nothing else. Yeah, I just bounce out a, a little, bounce in between, mm -hmm. and then uh, usually come back to see if like something new. I have another idea. Mm -hmm. or what does my text file say? <laughs> yes, <laughs> what does my text file say? <laughs> yeah, do you have like an ideas.txt as well? Oh my you, gosh, you keep, oh, uh, that you keep like things that are kind of interesting but maybe not fully formed. Yeah, that's part of notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh man, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so that's great. I mean that. that that's really, you know, you'd think it's obvious advice, but I think for people that are highly motivated and people that really want to succeed, they just try to like, yep. you know, just make it happen. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things, and this is applicable to life too. It's not just bug bounty is like, you ought to like the thing you're trying to succeed yeah. in, you know? Yeah, for sure. And if you don't, maybe you should switch because at the end of the day, um, if you don't like it at a lower level, it's going to be really hard for you to push through long-term. Yep. 
and it, and, and just a little bit of liking it, I think goes a long way too. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. So. It's exactly what we talked about with like when like beginners try yeah. to pick their first program. Yeah. Like I always yeah. say like, just pick like something that you're, that like you use on a daily basis or that you like, you, you think it's a cool technology or like when you read the company name, you're like, oh, it'd be epic if I could hack the U.S. Department of Defense. Right. Right. right it's right, like, right. just pick something that like seems interesting to you and set that goal for yourself because that like that genuine attraction towards the product, towards the, towards the program is going to drive you to like, try and find those epic bugs, right? Like you want to like find something super epic. Maybe it's for bragging rights, but also just for like, you know, I hacked the DOD or I hacked whatever, right? It's like, it's it's like personal. It's a personal objective. Right. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. No, that's right. It just makes me think of that, that thing we were laughing about the other day in, in one of the hacker chats we're in of like, um, someone released like a, a list of like top 100 most secure companies or something like that and we're like oh no like why would you do this and and some you know some hacker out there is definitely going to be like I'm there's, my, p- there's my top 10 list yeah, yeah, exactly. i'm gonna pwn all of these yep, you yep. know for the next no that's good that that definitely makes sense and and i'm sure there's lots of complex intricacies to developing you know your your bread and butter program you know we heard we heard Lots of documentation. We heard good reports. We heard like the product. We heard you know value your relationship with the with the company. Yep. Step um, away when you're not feeling it. Yeah, bounce yeah, yeah, yeah. bounce away when you're not feeling yeah. it, and then come back to it and yeah. and check and see whether that 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 feeling of yeah. love you know is still there for the program. Yeah. And so, I love that nuance because it's like, yeah. you know, you can be like, I mean, you are like the most quintessential like single program hacker that I can think of. Yeah, and yet you still take breaks from the program. You still yeah. switch oh, it yeah. up. You still do different stuff. And, like, you're still able to go back and, like, crush it, like, regularly because of all those other things that you're doing, like, mm. taking breaks and taking notes and writing good reports mm. and having that relationship with the team. Yeah, or the, sometimes it also helps, like, uh, building a lot of tools around something mm-hmm. you, yeah. you know. Uh, because as a break that, or? Uh, also as a break, mm. yes. Um, then also you have to think about, well, what can I add to that? And you can research into that uh, area particularly and you learn a little bit more and then you can automate it maybe or just integrate it in your flow or whatever works for you. Yeah. Nice. But, but I think you can't take these breaks if you're stressed out about money. <laughs> exactly. Right. right. Exactly. So, yeah. Right. It, it definitely does. It's definitely someone that, you know, you need to be in a, in a financially secure position to be able to commit to a program long-term like this. Yeah. For sure. And, and so, you know, this particular program that you work on, you know, there, there are a couple hackers that, that, you know, have this as their main thing. So do you ever see a decent amount of overlap with other hackers? Do you, I mean, like, what would you say your dupe ratio is in this program? 3%? That was maybe the most German response ever. <laughs> Not 1%. Yeah, 3%. 3%. No, I felt like 5 was too much, 1 was too little. Yeah, so it's like 3%. Okay. Yeah, uh, really, we, we do various, diff- very different uh, wow. stuff. Yeah, cool. that's crazy. That has been like that since the since the beginning. Wow. I think it's it's not that important to look at the thank you. So sure. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The activity or whatever. Yeah. The top. We, yeah, we, yeah. we talk about that all the time. You know, people get scared away by that little yep. that little you know top hackers yep. in this program thing. Yeah. Everyone has different eyes, man. Yeah, exactly. and if I recall correctly, you're not even number one on this program. No, there, there's somebody else who is. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Which is um, I can't even fathom. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. So, yeah. like you said, everybody is different. And yeah, like has their own way, and yeah, just go in if you like it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
Wow. Great, great tips, man. Um, Cosman, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Um, yeah, I, I will definitely have to pick your brain again sometime. Yes. Maybe next time you win a belt. We'll yes. see. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank Thanks, you. man. Thank you. That's the pod. That's the pod.